Well, good morning. Hey, it's our family service. And um, I brought these two sweet little girls up here to help me read some scripture to us. Come on this side, Hope. This is, um, I just confused my daughter. Um, this is Hope, and this is Hope. And we're at Hope Church. And we believe in the hope. His name is Jesus. And um, both of these um, sweet little girls, both of their middle name is Hope. We couldn't have planned that. Only Jesus could have planned that today. But I wanted them to come up and, and share some scripture with us. This hope here is one of our newest um, Hope Kidsers. Hope Kidsers. I made that word up just this morning. And um, love her. Her, her. her grandparents bring her every single Sunday. And I look forward to seeing them. They're, they're Northeasterners. And so I'd ask them to come read some scripture for us. And so I'm going to hold this microphone for you. And you're going to start for us. Okay, you ready? Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth, but Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was among the other travelers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. His parents did not know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching for you everywhere. But, wh but why did you need to search, he asked. Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what that meant. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And his mother stored all these things in his heart. Jesus grew in wisdom and his stature and in favor with God and all the people. Awesome, let's give these girls a big hand. Thank you girls, you guys did great. Thanks Gabe. Hey, we're, um, today I want to show you a picture today to kind of help you kind of know where we're going today, but we're really trying to have this conversation this morning. What does it look like when your faith and your family collide with each other? What does it look like when your faith and your family or church and family, what does it look like when, the, when those two go together? Because I think sometimes, and I know for me in my own, my own life, it's easy to go through life, and uh, in, in my past, I've gone through um, seasons where I've been about God and have been about church. And, and, and Monday through Saturday, and then I give God one day of the week, and I thought I was doing a really, really good job. But what does it look like when you kind of um, fuse the two together? What does it look like when you connect? Every single week, our, our kids are here today, moms and dads, uh, we love you, and we thank you, and we're honored that you would allow us to be a part of helping you guys and partnering with you guys um, to teach your kids about Jesus and how to live out their faith and how to have this conversation with church and family with them, and we're just partners with you guys. And uh, we can't do it all on our own. And just like you can't do it all on your own, you have them longer than we do, thank God. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad you don't have my kids longer than you do. Uh, I have two-year-old twins, and I have a six and a, almost six years old on Tuesday, and I have a nine-year-old. And that would be a lot if you had them for a long period of time. But we want to come alongside and partner with you, and, and we're honored that you guys would allow us to, to do that with you guys. And all of our volunteers, every single week we have Dream Team members that come in and they get here um, early and they spend time investing into your, into your students and loving on them and teaching them about Jesus. And we were thankful for all of them. Can we thank all of our Dream Team members that serve in our kids area? They are gold. They are gold. And they're great, great, great people. And uh, we love them. And um, everyone who works in kids ministry, we background check them. So the stakes are high in that area. <laughs> 
They're like, ah, I was arrested, but it wasn't like anything major. I'm like, fine, we'll let you in. No, I'm just kidding. We check them all. We make sure that it's a safe place. We make sure it's a clean place. And we make sure it's a, a place where your, your kids are going to be taken care of. And uh, we want to make sure that they're, it's the best environment possible for them to hear about, about Jesus. And, um, and so that's what we do. We, if it's your first time with us today and you're like, hey, I'm just checking out church for the first time. We want you to know I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time, my whole entire time, talking about what it means to love on kids and, 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 and spend time with it, all that means. I'm, I got something for everybody today, okay? And so whether you're 5 or 50 or 80 in here today, um, if you're 80, congratulations. We've never had an 80-year-old before. And so let us know afterwards. We'll give you a prize. And, um, but we're just glad you're all here today. But we want you to know that we have something for every single one of us today. And we hope that you leave here changed. And that's our goal. We believe that what we have to share with you guys today, what God's word has to say, can change any of us. And I love family services. I love watching Diana um, and, and Derek lead worship together. I love seeing families come in and sit together. There's a bunch of Alberts here. There's like 65 of them. And so it's good to see them. Every single week I meet a new one of them. And um, I don't even know if they've got friends today with them or family or if it's all their kids. Um, apparently they didn't have cable for a long period of time. And so they got a lot of kids and we're glad they're here. And that Maggie, is, Maggie and Liv are, is a, are a sweet family. I, I love seeing them together. And Judy and her boys are here today. And I love seeing all of you guys sit with your family. I love, 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 love families. And, you know, in this room in here today, you don't have to be blood to be someone's family. I look at the Ponces back here, um, and uh, they're in the back here. And then next to them is Erica and, and Abner and their, their family with each other. And they do life together, and they go run marathons together or go cheer each other on, and they do life together. And we're just all, whether you're here today and you're, like, blood with someone or not blood with somebody, that we're all here today. We're a family. I got a friend in town today. His name is Jameis, and we're like family. He's been a part of our family for a long time. We just believe that we're all in here family today. Dukes and Brittany, I've known them for a very little bit of time, but I feel like I'm family with them also. And Randy and Debbie, um, they're, they're, I feel like they're family to me. I feel like we're all family in here today. And so we're, you picked a great day to be here today and how we can all be a big family together. Jesus loves the family. Um, and one of the things that Jesus loves, I want to talk to you about, is that Jesus loves the kids. Jesus loves Little kids, God, there's that song growing up in church, Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world, red and yellow, black, brown, and white. They're all precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. And if your kid doesn't know that song, you ought to go and teach him. But Jesus loves everyone. He lo- Not only does he love children, but he loves everyone. That is who he is. The Bible says in, in the book of John that Jesus actually is love. It's not something that he does. He actually does do love, but he actually is love. He himself embodies what it means to love, and he is love. And so Jesus spends a lot of time in the scriptures making a big deal about children and making a big deal about kids. And I'm going to tell you why he did that in just a moment in here today. And, um, but, but before I, I do that, I want to kind of walk through the scriptures with you a little bit. If you go back to the Bible, when Jesus first creates man and woman, he creates, he creates adults. He doesn't create children. But after that, after Adam and Eve, children become, I feel like children become a huge, 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 huge deal. And so we, when you look in the Bible, if you see any great leader in the Bible, some of the greatest leaders, some of the greatest kings, prophets, people that have ever led have been young people. They've been young children. They've been young guys. Not, God doesn't use a bunch of adults. He uses children. Then we get into the New Testament, and Jesus brings a baby about the world to change everyone. His name is Jesus. But even Jesus, as he begins to walk this earth and talk in this earth, Jesus' right-hand, left-hand people are a bunch of young people. When I first started working in church where I was a youth pastor, and a lot of these kids that I mentioned, your n- names, any, a lot of these groups of kids in here today, they're, they're not kids anymore. They're 27. I've known them for 10 or 8, 9, 10 years, and I've been a, a privileged to be able to do their weddings, and now they're kind of becoming, kind of becoming adults. 
and um, which is a weird feeling for me. And some of them are some of the kids that I've started as a youth pastor. Now their kids are now they're adults, and now they're having kids. And I realized that Jesus loves. I, when I was a youth pastor, I love being around teenagers because teenagers are dangerous. I, I remember uh, when I was a teenager, my buddy Josh. I, our kids are here today. That's not a good story. Anyways, I just practiced. Um, I just pulled that story back in. Some of you guys aren't used to me pulling a story back in, but I used to do that. But I remember doing some dumb, 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 dumb things. But I also remember doing some things that were incredible. We, 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 got, our, we got ourselves in some trouble, but we've also done some, some really, really good things. Tonight, I'll have a group of high school students at my house for um, community group. And I love high school. I love young people because I believe God likes to use young people. And I think sometimes he uses young people because old people, we just, we think too much. Young people, will try anyth- young people will try anything once or twice <laughs> or three times or four times. Um, and uh, we're just dangerous like that. Remember some of the stuff that we would try to do with bicycles and scooters. We'll just try a lot of stuff that we shouldn't try. But I believe Jesus wants to use, I think Jesus uses the word children a lot because eventually in the scriptures when you become a child of God, then you're actually a child again. And when Jesus doesn't see you, you may see yourself as a mom or dad. Or you may see yourself as a brother and sister. But when God sees all of us in here today, as long as obviously he'll see you as a child. You're like, I'm not a child. Well, to me, you're not. To your mom, you are. But to Jesus, if you're a son or daughter of Jesus, then you're always a child. So Jesus uses children. And go on even further. Um, I see my friends in here today. And I love when people bring their little babies in here today. And um, because they don't trust us, so watch them. No, I'm just kidding. Because they're just, they're, they want to make sure they're safe. But it's a, when you have your own baby, you're like, man, that's my baby. This is my Brad and Lex are here today. They have a little, 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 little baby. That's their baby. Like, no one's going to get their, their baby. It's, it's always going to be their baby when it gets older. And I see Whitney on the second row, and she's an adult, and she's 20-plusser, and she's next to her mom. But to her mom, she's always going to, they're always going to be our baby. When Jesus looks at you and I, he says, man, you're always going to be my child. I'm always going to love you. I'm always going to treat you like you're my child. And so I want to talk to you guys today about what that looks like in context of who we are today as, as a church. There's another argument in, before I get into that scripture that we looked at today, but there's another argument in Mark chapter 9. The disciples are asking who are the greatest. <laughs> the disciples who are young are saying, hey, we're having our, who, who's the greatest of all of us? And they get to 